K-Pop Pillow Talk includes graphic content that may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to K-Pop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. And I'm Tay. It's a little bit of an early morning recording, so if our voices are not completely warm yet... <laughs> that is why. That is why. All right. Here we are, continuing the story of East of Eden by Wapad author Pale Blues. Yeah, let's just get right into it. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, this is, I mean, we're about to catch up. We're about to, like, basically finish it. Yeah. With today's episode and Saturday's episode. Yeah. And then we'll be in real time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <And then laughs> so let's get, let's get to it. We're on, we're on chapter 17, and this is in Sujin's perspective, and there's a trigger warning at the beginning, mentions of alcohol. I don't get it. Where is that demon? Still in hell, Sujin, Taemin's smooth voice repeated. She didn't pass through any of the exits and stopped bothering me about the whereabouts of a single demon. Follow the rules and go through the front desk first. Fine. Sujin slammed her phone on the table, causing the angel standing awkwardly in the middle of the room to jump. She was already in a bad mood, having to have dealt with the angel who apparently couldn't shut up. And to top it off, Minnie had disappeared. So, what happened? Shua quietly asked, fiddling with her hair. The angel's white wings directly contrasted her room, which was, like most of the building, decorated in darker hues, and she stood out like a lighthouse in the dark sea. Thank Lilith I didn't have to go through the normal entrance. That heaven spawn would never have passed the devils no matter how much alcohol I bribed them with. She probably would have persuaded them to repent or some shit like that, too. Minnie's not in her room, and she couldn't have left the building, Sujin muttered to herself, which means that she's probably down the hallways. I'm not going alone, though. She's your best friend, right? You have to help, too. Shua flinched. Huh? Hello? Were you listening? I said you have to help me search for Minnie. Shua nodded her head vigorously, and Sujin saw a dimple on her cheek appear when she bit her lip. Sujin's mind was racing at the speed of... Dongkyuk in a car racing game and swerving even more dangerously, but she forced herself to stop and think a little more rationally. We have already established that you probably would get killed if any devils were to find out about you, so you're going to have to wear a disguise. Pulling a few pieces of mismatched fabric off the messy racks of clothes, Sujin flung it in the general direction of the angel. Put this on over the white. The demon watched the angel stare quizzically at the cloth before slipping it over her shoulders, her wings completely covered by the chocolate-colored cloak. After she pulled the black pants over her spotless white ones, she could almost pass off as as a devil. A very pure, angelic devil. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not gonna work. You're just too... Sujin gestured vaguely at the angel. You. The angel somehow managed to look both indignant and genuinely shocked at the same time. <laughs> "'What's wrong with who I am?' she demanded, taking an angry step towards Sujin. Sujin immediately took a step forward. "'I don't know. Maybe it's the fact that you're a heavenly being in hell that that can't mask their own aura?' Despite the fact that the angel looked about as intimidating as a kitchen, she managed to yell at the demon. (laughs) "'Oh, kitten. I mean, uh, I like kitchen better.'" Despite the fact that the angel looked about as intimidating as a kitten, she managed to yell at the demon. Well, then why don't you do something about it? (laughs) Sujin frustratedly tugged at the ends of her long, disheveled blonde hair. Since you're so smart, why don't you tell me what I can do about it? Didn't you say that you were the smart one? Shut up, you piece of scum. (laughs) Time skip. (laughs) What's going on over here? An unusually bright voice yelled. Shua instantly dove behind a cushion and Sujin straightened up, acting like everything was normal. Nothing. 
The intruder stumbled into the room, slamming the door shut behind her and leaning on a chair to support herself. Sujin, honey, how are you? A voice that could only belong to Minnie questioned, her words slightly slurred. What's up with your voice, Minnie? Sujin <laughs> asked, sneakily gesturing for Shua to stay behind. Pro tip number one, never bring a drunk person to see a person they are emotionally attached to. <laughs> she had experienced this enough times to know that the outcome wasn't nice. My voice? Nothing's wrong with my voice. I'm perfectly fine with my voice, <laughs> the demon mumbled, obviously trying to sound sober. It's a very voicey voice. <laughs> Who did you drink with? Susan. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Who did you drink with? Sujin inquired, pointedly ignoring the meaningless words of the extremely intoxicated demon and taking one of Minnie's rough hands. Minnie gave me this pretty blue drink. Now my mouth's blue. You want to see? She staggered towards Sujin's bed, almost tripping over her feet in the process as she stuck her tongue out at Sujin, who just pulled a face and tucked the demon into the bed. Go to sleep, Minnie. I can't. I gotta find Kiki. Gonna say goodnight to Kiki. <laughs> Kiki. Yuki. Oh. It's <laughs> like Kiki. Kiki. <laughs> Sujin stiffened at the mention of Yuki, but Minnie didn't seem to notice and passed out mid-sentence, her head lolling back onto one of the pillows. Oh my god. Jeez. After a minute or two, the angel finally emerged from the other side of the room, her face still red from the heated argument. Shua spared a second to glare daggers at her and turned to her best friend who was out cold and gently tucked her under the blanket, pressing a soft hand on her cheek before holding one of Minnie's black burned hands and caressing it with her own smooth skin. Sujin saw a tear roll down Shua's cheek and decided to leave them and catch up on the work that was due. Time skip. Ugh, where am I? Why does my head hurt so bad? You got really wasted with Unbin last night, replied Sujin, scribbling a few notes in the margins of a report. You were really drunk. Mm-hmm. Can you let go of my hand now? That's not my hand, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Minnie, who was staring sleep Minnie, who was staring sleepily in her direction, looked down and finally noticed who was actually holding her hand. Tears filled the demon's eyes as she just stared at the sleeping figure of the angel still sitting on the chair, one hand under her head for a pillow. She looked back at Sujin with shining eyes, her headache forgotten, and mouthed two words. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> Time skip. Dear diary, will I ever love anyone as much as Minnie loves Yuki? I still cannot understand how two beings can love each other to the point of sacrifice. Is life not more important? Does the life of their loved one mean more to them than being kicked out of a community that you have loved for centuries? How can a being love to the point where where when their true thoughts are voiced out, all they speak of the other is good. How can two beings be so dependent on one another without doubt creeping into their heart that one of the two's true feelings lie elsewhere? What is this love that motivates beings? Why does it make Thung Hyuk keep his promise to the angel who broke his heart? Why does it make his eyes mist over and make him start talking sappily? What happens to the ones without love? What will motivate them if not love? I have many unanswered questions and no one to answer them. Perhaps someone will in the future. I hope that I will find out one day. Until then, I will remain clueless. So is Sujin. And that's the end of the chapter. <laughs> a little diary entry. I know. Cute. <laughs> I didn't picture Sujin as the type of demon thing to do a diary, but I like it. A little pure moment. We have a reunited 
best friend duo. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to move on to chapter 18, which is in Minnie's perspective. This also has a trigger warning of mentions of alcohol. I assume we're just going to go through probably the same thing in yeah. Minnie's perspective. Yeah. Minnie woke up with a pounding headache. What happened? Unbin? How did I get here? Minnie rolled over, the cool towel on her forehead falling off. Ugh, where am I? Why does my head hurt so bad? You got really wasted with Unbin last night, Sujin matter-of-factly responded. Minnie heard the scratching sounds of pen on paper and squinted in her direction. You were really drunk. Mmm, Minnie's Vizzy... Vizzy was still fuzzy. (laughs) (laughs) Minnie's vision was still fuzzy, but she focused on the sound of Sujin's voice. You can let go of my hand now. That's not my hand, girl. Wait, that's not? The hand on hers was impossibly soft, far too smooth to be Sujin's rough hands, which were rough and hardened from doing whatever she usually did. (laughs) She looked up and stared for a few seconds in shock. Minnie felt like time had stopped. In front of her was an angel that she thought she would never see again, Shua. She was asleep by the side of the bed, seated uncomfortably on a chair with her head resting on the bedsheets. She must have started crying at some point because tears were dripping off her face onto her tattered clothes. She looked back at Sujin with shining eyes, her headache forgotten, and mouthed two words. Thank you. Time skip. Minnie had returned to her own room to let Sujin have an hour or two of sleep before coming back, her barely concealed excitement exploding out when she saw the angel was awake. Shua, yelled the demon, tackling the angel and hugging her around the waist. You're here, you're here, you're actually here! Shua laughed, the high-pitched laugh that Minnie grew fond of after spending years together in heaven, and wrapped her arms around the demon. Of course I'm here. You think I could let my best friend leave me forever? No chance. You're not getting rid of me so easily. When Minnie finally let go, Shua positioned herself next to Minnie on the bed, shifting her wings. The angel noticed her staring at her wings inside, pushing the demon's hair away from her face. I'm sorry, Min. If I could go back in time, I would. I missed you guys, Minnie bluntly interjected, drawing her legs to sit cross-legged next to Shua. Shua looked a little taken aback by the suddenness of her statement, but recovered quickly. I know. Why did you come down here? Shua gestured vaguely. I just wanted to see you again. But how? she asked, her eyes wide. I'll answer that later. Ask me something else first. How's Yuki? Minnie questioned, piling the pillows behind her and leaning back against them. She was used to the angel's habits of suddenly changing topic when she didn't want to answer, and trusted that she would tell her later. They had time, after all. Looking up at the angel, she noticed Shua's immediate change in behavior, from being relaxed to suddenly stiffening up and holding her breath. She's... she's doing all right, she replied, her gaze slightly distant. She misses you, too. A sudden shiver went down her spine, and Minnie gasped, violently lurching forward. Shua yelped as she reached out to steady her. Minnie shut her eyes tightly and swallowed, trying her best to take no notice of the sick feeling in the pit of her stomach as much as she could. She knew something Shua had said had caused this sudden outburst, and she had a vague idea why. Are you okay? The agent. Con- the agent. Are you okay? The angel concernedly asked, lightly stroking her back. Where is Yuki? You don't have to lie to me. Shua flinched. I told you she's secure in heaven. Secure? The heck? Shua, drop it. Minnie stood up. Shua, please. I said, drop it. She immediately deflated. A million red flags were still going off in her head, but she didn't say a word about it. She'll tell me later, anyways. I know she would never lie to me. I trust her. Time skip. Shua's next to me. Yeah, Shua, an angel, my best friend, is next to me, a demon, outside the office of the embodiment of Satan. Minnie remembered the words the angel had told her before she and Sujin had convinced her to go see Satan. Yuki misses you. She wants to be with you forever. This is the only way. 
Each word left a pang in her heart, a feeling that she couldn't quite explain. She didn't know if it was a heartache or something worse. However, she wasn't able to think much about it. Sujin's knocks were met with a loud, come in, and the door swung open. Time skip. Soyeon? Sujin tentatively asked, revealing to Minnie a side of her that she had never seen before. In Sujin's body language, she saw fear, wariness, and grudging respect. The person turned around, revealing herself to be a pale-faced demon with the expression so scary it could make a statue cry. The demon had eye bags that were almost unnoticeable if one didn't look hard enough. Beautiful horns reminiscent of the various depictions of demons curved from the top of her head, and short black hair was perfectly done without a hair out of place. She made Minnie feel small, but she couldn't quite pinpoint why. What is it? Sujin squirmed under Soyeon's glare. Um, I was wondering if I could go to heaven. No, came the sharp reply. Wait, I have a reason, Sujin added, hurriedly continuing. Minnie's girlfriend is stuck up there, so let me finish. Minnie's girlfriend is stuck up there in heaven, and we found an angel who will bring us to heaven to save her and bring her to hell. Ignoring all of both Sujin and Minnie's warnings, Shua peeked her head out from behind Minnie. Soyeon? Recognition flickered over the demon's face for a split second before disappearing, and she turned away. So this is the angel you kidnapped? Came here on my own free will, Shua mumbled, her voice barely over a whisper. Sujin sensed an opportunity and leapt back into the conversation. So, does this mean it's a yes? I already said no, Soyeon re-emphasized, slowly getting more annoyed. Sujin wasn't giving up easily, though. Can you just listen to me? Shua and Minnie slowly backed away, aware of the verbal fight appearing in the middle of the room. Minnie covered Shua's ears as they hurled sentence after sentence at each other, neither backing down. Soyeon finally snapped. I've been listening for long enough, So Sujin, and your so-called plan is getting stupider by the second. Come back to me with a proposal that actually could work and I may consider, but for now, get out of my office. But now. Soyeon's eyes glowed blood red and the two quickly headed out the door, except for Sujin, who just flipped Soyeon off. Whatever, I don't need your approval anyway, Sujin added, before slamming the door behind her so hard that the ground shook. Time skip. So what are we going to do now? All the exits are blocked. Shua angrily sat down back in her chair. Did you really have to go and argue with her? She practically invited me to argue with her. It's not like you were going to be much help anyway. I was stuck there arguing with her while some prissy angel who thinks she owns the fucking place spends bonding time with her best friend, <laughs> Sujin suddenly yelled, glowering. Minnie had never seen her this angry before. Her glare could pierce through any metal, and she had a feeling that Shua was terrified of the demon, but the angel stared back at her, not backing down. Minnie realized that if she didn't intervene, they would start fighting. Stop, both of you. I don't want my friends to hate each other. They suddenly turned to her in surprise. Minnie, Sujin began, I'm sure we can. Don't. I don't want to hear it. She stormed out of the room and slammed the door behind her, ignoring the tears streaming down her face. And that's the end of the chapter. Mm. That was fast. It was very fast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And I mean, we're pretty much, this is just background of things that we already know had happened. Yeah. Now we're just getting each person's perspective of it. Yeah. Chapter 19, Shua's Perspective, Trigger Warning, Violence, and Weapons. Mm. Sujin frustratedly slammed the rectangle-shaped device she was holding on the table. So what are we going to do now? All the exits are blocked. Did you really have to go and argue with her? Shua fumed, crossing her arms over her chest. Shua spied the demon glare at her direction out of the corner of her eye and mentally prepared herself for the fury that would come. She practically invited me to argue with her. It's not like you were much help anyway. I was stuck there arguing with her while some prissy angel who thinks she owns the fucking place spends bonding time with her best friend. 
She will almost shrink back in fear, but she locked her feelings away, the scared expression slowly morphing to anger. The angel stared back at the demon, a new glow in her eyes, silently daring her to look away. Bonding time? Bonding time? You were picking a fight with the ruler of hell. How can I not be scared? Those were her thoughts, by the way. She knew that Sujin was ready to attack her and felt that the and felt the muscles in her arms tense up. I probably can't beat her. At least I can say that I tried. Sujin pounced, leaping forward and grabbing the angel by the shoulders. Why, you little... A bright flash flew in front of her face, neatly snagging a bunch of Shua's hair and slicing through it, burying herself on the wall. Both females stared at the dagger for a moment before turning to the demon who had thrown the blade. Stop! Both of you! I don't want my friends to hate each other! Minnie, Sujin said, her voice soothing. I'm sure we can... Don't. I don't want to hear it. They watched, dumbfounded, as Minnie stormed out of the room. I'm going after her, Sujin muttered, beginning to walk to the exit before she was stopped by Shua, grabbing her arm. What do you want? She hissed, trying to wrench her arm away, but Shua's grip was firm. Leave her alone. She needs some time to cool down. Sujin managed to twist her arm out of Shua's hands. You can't stop me. Yes, I can. She had turned around and began to walk away when Shua's voice broke through the silence. Would Minnie want this? Her two best friends, who she trusts more than anyone, fighting? Even though Shua could only see her back, she knew that the demon had rolled her eyes. Don't try to brainwash me, angel. I'm serious, and I'm seriously about to slap your face. Please, just listen to me. I've known Minnie for years more than you have, and I know how she would prefer to be treated. Please let her be. The best thing we can do for her right now is to try to get along. I know this sounds sketchy, but she would love it, and you know that. She slowly exhales, turning around and pinching her nose bridge. Fine, I'll leave her alone. Sujin strolled over to the wooden table and pushed the stacks of papers aside, sitting on the free space. You said she wants us to get closer? The demon asked, her face showing no emotion. Fine, let's talk. Time skip. So, Shua asked, what do you want to talk about? She was seated a few meters away from the demon, cross-legged on the floor. Anything? Okay. They sat in silence for a minute. Do you have a belly button? Sujin suddenly asked. <laughs> she... <laughs> can, you, can you imagine? Oh my you meet a new person and you guys have been fighting. And then they ask you, do you have that. a belly button? Oh my gosh. Shua's face went bright red. Why would you ask such a question? She <laughs> spluttered. The demon shrugged. I heard the angels are all created by God, assuming that the reigning monarch didn't physically birth you and you just popped into existence. Why would you have an umbilical cord? I never questioned it. I just thought that everyone had one. <laughs> you got a point, but I do have one. Maybe we're made to be better versions of humans, so we have similar features? Huh, weird, but I sort of get it. Okay, your turn. The angel suddenly stretched her head. When your horns grow, does your hair fall out where it grows out? Or what kind of question is that? <laughs> Time skip. He actually did that? Yeah, Shua laughed, recalling the event she was retelling. You should have seen Minnie's face. The fountain was leaking for days after, and no one noticed. Sujin's giggles were contagious, and Shua found herself laughing even harder the more she heard it. The demon wasn't as intimidating when she was laughing. The serious and scary expressions had disappeared from her face, and her eyes were squeezed tight with laughter. However, Shua had seen flashes of the frightening Sujin appear during their conversations like a flickering candle about to go out, so she had to keep her distance. 
The Sujin that she had come to know from their conversations together was friendly, curious, and if it weren't for the black wings and the horns sprouting from her head, Shua wouldn't have noticed that this demon was, well, a demon. The bloodthirsty, murderous version of Sujin that had materialized during their first meeting and randomly while they were talking had a gaze that could make the toughest angel of heaven burst into tears. The rounded ends of her horns seemed sharper and her nails strangely resembled claws. She had labeled the two sides of her as predator and precious Sujin. <laughs> Both the same being, but oh, so very different. Time skip. I've got it! Minnie sprinted into the bedroom only to come to a stop when she saw the two of them sitting opposite each other. Hi, Minnie. Are you feeling better now? We've been talking, and the argument that happened earlier won't happen anymore. Right, Shushu? Sujin said, her voice changing to a silky <laughs> smooth tone that was familiar to Shuha. Predator. Uh, yeah, don't worry about us fighting anymore, agreed Shuha, feeling a strange lump in her throat and trying to swallow it down. The demon recovered from her initial surprise and shook her head. It's nice that you are finally getting along. Anyways, I just had an amazing idea on how we can sneak into heaven, but we're going to need one more to help us. She gestured for them to come closer to her and whispered into their ears. The entity we'll need is Soyan, queen of hell. What? <laughs> but she's like, again? Okay. <laughs> That's the end of the chapter. Mm. Okay, so now I think that means we've gotten everyone's perspective yeah. on the rising situation of Soyan convincing everyone to do her bidding in this situation. Yeah, so I think the next two chapters that we have before we catch up, I'm pretty sure, are going to be like break into heaven, mm -hmm. which I'm pretty excited for. I want to see how it goes. <laughs> But yeah. We didn't give any Spanish names at the beginning, so no. I figured we could do it right now. <laughs> okay, who should we do it for? Um, well, um, I did Namjoon last time. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to continue. Right. Okay, so I'll do Tay. I'm going to do Jimin. So, like, with Jimin, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to go with a J name mm -hmm. because, like, the number one J name that pops into my head is obviously Jorge, but he is not in any way, <laughs> shape, or form a Jorge. I'm going to go with something that's completely not even related to his name because when I hear it, I'm like, yeah, he's that seductive. Mm. So he's an Alejandro, oh, obviously. Tell me why I was going to say <laughs> No, but I had a plan B. Fernando. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. We're in the Lady Gaga song. Yeah. <laughs> and Abba. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was something in the air that night. <laughs> yeah, no. I am here for those names. Mm -hmm. But with this, we are almost caught up mm -hmm. with East of Eden. And that brings us to the end of this episode Please be sure to give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever listening service that allows you to do so. Mm -hmm. And if you'd like to hear more from us, we do have a YouTube channel where we post comeback reviews, commentaries, album reviews, all things K-pop. Yeah, and if you'd like to reach out to us or get updates and whatnot, follow us on our socials. That is at Talk on Instagram and Twitter, all one word, all lowercase. And yeah, thanks for listening to this episode of K-Pop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. I'm Tay. Bye. Bye.